Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> she was so, just lifting up her, her Twilight book. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Checked Out and Overdue. We're so excited to be here. I think I think this is one of my most anticipated episodes. Oh, so by far. far. By far. I'm stupid excited. I like, <laughs> I feel like our spoiler free section is going to be so short because I have so many feelings. So many feelings that we can't keep all of you here for two hours. We probably could. We, we could. honestly we probably could bash we on won't. this book. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, before we get into that, Chelsea, how was your week? I only called you like once this week and I'm Dude, real, it's real been sad rough. about it. Yeah, it's been rough. Um we're doing good. We're chilling. Just I've been cruising through audiobooks lately, um, so I've been loving that, and did some birthday stuff last weekend, so that was fun. Um, Chelsea's birthday will be, after this comes out, it's on Thursday, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, on good. Thursday. I said that really <laughs> confidently. <laughs> you you are correct, Chelsea's, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea's birthday's on Thursday, and she's turning 26, nope. five. Oh, I 25. forgot. 25, sorry. I forgot that you're just a couple months younger than me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's fun. We I usually do birthday stuff, like, not on the weekend of my birthday, because it's also always the weekend of Halloween. And then I have, like, a whole rant that I won't go into about why I don't love Halloween, because it always overshadowed my birthday. But we'll just say, like, Halloween's not my favorite. Um, but we did some super fun stuff, so, and I think Cole and I are going to go to dinner, and we're going to go rock climbing Saturday morning with some friends, so it'll be good. You might get a package in the mail. I don't know. Really? Maybe. Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know what noise that was. (laughs) I don't know what noise. We're both making just weird noises. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Well, that's fun. And your husband surprised you with a very cute date yesterday. Yes. Yeah. We went and bought. We So for some reason, Coleman and I have decided that we're now into rock climbing. Um, I love it. Never been rock climbing together until like a week and a half ago. And we're like, this is a thing now. So we now both own <laughs> our own harnesses, our own chalk bags, and our own rock climbing shoes and a blade device. So that's a wow. thing. <laughs> Oh, and a, and a rock climbing gym membership. So you oh just God. dove. We went zero to a hundred, like <laughs> cruised. I so. have never heard Chelsea talk about rock climbing until yesterday. Like she's like, "Oh, sorry, we can record later. I need to go help and help um, Coleman like repel or whatever you said." Was and I was blaming. like, "Excuse me." <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about this later, but you've never spoken of this no, before. Cool. No, it's very recent development. Um, so we went rock climbing yesterday and he like, we got lessons so that we could be like belay certified. Um, so that was fun. And very fancy. we did, um, let's see. Oh, I'm learning all of the terminology. It's like top over top, top roping, top roping. We did top roping and then bouldering. And then we went out to lunch and then we did a game night last night, and it was super fun. So it, it was great. It's been a, a blast. But That's so fun. 
Yeah. Yesterday or this weekend, Andrew went camping with his brother. And so my niece stayed over Friday night. And I don't mean to brag, but I'm a pretty cool aunt. So (laughs) we had a good time. (laughs) She's seven. (laughs) So she's easily entertained. But I went and picked her up. We rushed over. I told her, I was like, okay, we need to go buy a bookstore. No, you're not allowed to buy anything. I need one book. (laughs) Don't ask for anything. Because Sarah Eden had posted on her Instagram in the middle of the day that she had signed copies at my Deseret book. So mad. And so I, I don't know. I know she's here. Like, I know she's in town. I don't know if she walked in and signed it. She posted a picture of a stack of the book. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. But anyway, I sprinted there. Like, I went right after work to go get it after I picked up my niece. And I walked in and they still had, like, six signed copies left and I grabbed it and I yes! looked at her and I was like, Sage, you will one day understand this feeling. Today's not that this day. Is so one important. day you are going to understand <laughs> it. And I have so many signed copies of her like of her books anyway, but so mm-hmm. this one's not personalized, but it's still her signature. She still touched it. So well, then I went well, and it. we will take it. <laughs> yeah. And I had actually like I had ordered Charming Artemis, pre-ordered it. Like as soon as she announced it and I could pre-order it, I had that book pre-ordered. But because of like distrib- distributing problems or whatever, yeah. um, Amazon was like, you're not going to get it for another month. And I was like, well, screw you, Amazon. And so I canceled my order. And then I just, I hadn't been able to read it yet because I was waiting for you to get to that book. But then I saw that she posted it. I was like, okay, I got to go get it. So anyway, now my last, my last copy. And last I'm so copy. mad. I'm so I'm so mad because I have all of the original covers of these books, okay? All of the original (laughs) ones. And then I have the last book that says John Quill book seven and Lancaster book five on the spine. And now it doesn't match. Match. So Mm. what am I going to have to do? Buy all of the books again. (laughs) Yep. You're not wrong. Uh, You're not wrong. It's you're going to have to do it. I'm going to have, like, I have zero choice in the matter. Zero agency. It has agency. to happen. It, it has, has to, to happen, happen. And it's making me mad, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, but I, not right now. Because <laughs> I can't. I have too many books. I actually just had to, I had some books stored at my in-law's house, but they, um, my grandma had to move in with them. So they had to move the books. So I had to bring them over. So I brought a bunch of books to Half Price Books. I donated them or sold them, but they gave me, what, like five bucks for them? And so I have like three boxes of books in our coat closet. And then we have four bookshelves full of books. And so even if I bought all the books again, like I'd have to put the old ones in storage, but the boxes are full and these are signed and I'm not ruining these flipping books. So here we are. Anyway, that was the first five minutes of my time with my niece on Friday. But then I took her... We went to Chick-fil-A because what seven-year-old isn't going to pick Chick-fil-A for dinner. And then we came back. We ate our Chick-fil-A. We watched Bluey, which is the best kids show in the entire world. Have you watched Bluey? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Your homework. All of your homework. (laughs) I don't care how old you are. You need to watch Bluey on Disney, okay? Is it a cartoon movie or... It is a cartoon TV show, okay? The episodes are eight minutes long. You can do it. Just watch the eight minutes episode. 
Okay. Bluey is an Aus- a blue Australian healer. They have Australian accents. Bluey has a sister Ooh. named Bingo. They are adorable. The parents are hilarious. The dad's name is Bandit. I'm blanking on the mom's name. The music is amazing. The lessons that they teach are so fun. Yes, that is Bluey. Okay, I found a picture. Um, Bluey. I, their imagination, amazing. The parents play with the kids. Oh. Which, like, doesn't happen in kids' shows. The kids, no, they, never. they, like, leave the house and the parents are like, that was a good choice or that was a bad choice. But these parents are here playing games with the kids. I will always watch Bluey. Like, I don't even have kids, but whenever I go over to watch my nieces and nephews, I will watch Bluey with them. The wow. soundtrack... I have it on my phone and I will play it in the background as I study and stuff. Wow. This is some some high endorsement coming through. I I maybe I'm hyping it up too much, but everybody that I've talked to, like my coworkers, I introduced them, them to Bluey because two of them have kids. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you have to watch Bluey. Like the next day one of my coworkers came back and was like, I love Bluey. He's like, I'm the dad. I am the dad in that show. Like every time like there's bingo wants something and the dad's like, I will give you $5 to forget about it. And the mom's like, stop it. <laughs> and he's like, it's me. And so anyway, if you have eight minutes of your life that you would like to be happy, watch an episode of Bluey. Okay. Then we went to a football game and then I got her Bahama bucks and then she passed out on the couch. So, but today, okay. Oh my gosh. Specifically, <laughs> we are going to oh, talk Chelsea. about Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> I feel like I need to put a little note in, a PSA, if you will. All right. I we always say that we love and appreciate authors. The fact that mm-hmm. they finish an entire book and get it published and are successful enough to have a film adaptation obviously you win like you're doing we are something proud of right. you we applaud you it's amazing and we don't discredit any of these authors from like we're or not fans. saying that they're bad or fans to be like clear as well yeah we are not hating on authors or fans we are hating on fictional characters like does that make sense? I just don't want people yes. to be like, that's so rude that like you're ripping this part apart this book. No, let us tell you, this is one of the most entertaining reads of my entire life. Absolutely. The writing, terrible. But did <laughs> so I laugh bad. out loud in my car by myself multiple times? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So that's my yes. PSA. So don't get mad at us if we say things that you disagree with. And don't get mad at us because you have so much nostalgia and love for this book. We don't hate it. But we do hate it. You know what I, you know what we mean. It here's okay. Here's the analogy I've decided. Twilight is the Sharknado of books. <laughs> it is so bad, and yet you can't help but love it with all of your heart. Chelsea, do you remember that one weekend that we watched two Sharknado movies together at the Williams house? Absolutely, I remember that. Are you kidding me? Okay, that was a suppressed <laughs> memory that I just remembered. Oh, yeah. So that's my general feeling. Is I I agree. I it, agree with that. And it 
it's weird because I think we've said this in the past. Like, Taryn has never read Twilight before. I have my, my sister read it out loud to me in like the fifth grade, like edited it for a fifth, like a young person. <laughs> um, I haven't read it since then. And so it was not at all what I remembered it being. <laughs> um, anyway, we're, we should just get into it. We're just going to get into yeah. it. Okay. I will say, I will say as part of my review, I feel like this book, reading this book shows how far the YA genre has come. Yes. Because I feel like when people say that YA isn't real reading or that it's not real stories and that it's just poorly written, they're thinking of books like Twilight mm-hmm. and books that came out in that era of like, of course, it's not like highbrow fiction, like it's a YA book, but even now, if you look at what's geared towards YA, like the writing has improved, the standard has just gone up. And it's because mm-hmm. people wrote for the YA genre. Like we wouldn't be where we are today without Stephanie Meyer. And I'm now blanking on every single other YA author from our junior high <laughs> years. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Like yeah, um, yes. Hunger Games, like all of the other dystop- like dystopian books that came out during that era. YA wouldn't be where it is today without those authors. So thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Yes. Okay. Taryn, plot. What did you rate the plot? Uh, it was so bad, Chelsea. Like, <laughs> I just... I just uh, and... Uh, Okay, I feel like I have to rate this as if I had never seen the movie. I still, okay, three. I'll give it a three, okay? (laughs) I didn't feel like it was, there's just, I feel like I can't even break these apart. There were just so many things that fed into it. Okay, was there a beginning, middle, end? Yes. Um, (laughs) Was there, your qualification if there's a beginning, middle, and end? (laughs) You get at least one point. Um, oh, sometimes there's not a beginning, a middle, and an end in a book. It just is a. It just are they're just scenes, and it doesn't make sense. Um, did it? Oh, I think it did well for setting up the future books. I thought it did a good job of Stephanie creating her own random vampire lore and introducing that. Um, we got the sparkles. We, we got we got the vegetarians. We got the changing eye color. Okay, so we understand that. I okay. I'll get yeah. The plot was a three out of five. I don't really have words for it. Maybe you can put these things into words for me. Yeah. Um. I also gave it a three out of five. I think, you know, it's obviously setting up a series, and I thought she did a good job of that. Um. I think the thing that was hard for me is like so much of this plot revolves around toxic masculinity and gaslighting you guys i'm so excited about this not about the toxic masculinity and (laughs) and gaslighting that's not what i'm excited about but so i started reading the book and i i made a i've referenced i've referenced my own reel multiple times which makes me probably (laughs) self-centered but it's fine the shivering one I think we mentioned so, it at the end of our last episode. I had Chelsea. So I was listening to it because I, I said, like, we've both been really busy. And so I had had to listen to the last couple of books. But so I couldn't mark when she shivered or when Edward gaslighted her. But Chelsea could. I did. I and did. Chelsea, how many times was the word shivering or any of its forms used in this book? 
Within, okay, the first instance appeared 126 pages in. But from there until for the next 343 pages, the word shiver or shivering or shivered was used 15 times. There were, there were quite a few shudders as well that I didn't okay. count. I specifically did shiver. Um, but it, it felt like a lot more. <laughs> yeah. When you're reading and it. How, times, so how long is the book? Is it 400 something pages? It is. 498 pages. Wow. 500. Mm-hmm. That's a long freaking book. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Continue. Um. And then I also, I put a little sticky note whenever there was an explicit example of Edward gaslighting Bella. And we've got eight. Eight of those. We're like, there is no denying that he's straight up gaslighting her. We can multiply that probably by 15 for the subtle gaslighting. But the blatant, like, okay, sir. Like, right when... Like him, he where she's like, your eyes changed. And he's like, no, they didn't. No, they I'm weren't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your colors, ma'am. Like, they were. It's just so bad. <laughs> or he's like, no, I, I was so bad at right lying. Next to you. Like, um, I love all these instances where so instances when he's like, I'm so bad for you, but I love you and I want to be with you and you want to be with oh me. My. But I hate you. Actually, I love you. You're, you are so dumb, but you're flawless. Like, I have never read, I've never read a character with so many mood swings as Edward (laughs) Cullen. I have a quote for that. I have a quote for that later. Okay, so that's plot. So bad. Character development or lack thereof go i feel bad but i gave it a one i gave it a one it's terrible the the between the insta love and like at no point does anybody change like no edward the only thing that changes is edward finally being like okay you can stay but he's not even okay with it like we're gonna get to the next book and he's gonna immediately leave like come on friends like there's no development. She doesn't improve. She gets more whiny throughout the book. Edward gets more whiny throughout the book. The only person who's like consistent and I'm fine with it throughout the book is Charlie. Charlie's the best. Charlie is holding this whole world together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, also, can we talk about the fact that if I did not know where the series was going and I hadn't seen the movie... I never would have considered this book to be a love triangle because Jacob just turned 15. Like Jacob is a child. I is so I know, young. I know that he grows up a lot in the next couple books, but as a high school teacher, like I interact with high schoolers every single day. It's my job. So I see a traditional 15-year-old boy. They were, you want to know what my 15-year-old boys were doing in class the other day? They were airdropping stupid SpongeBob memes that didn't make any sense back and forth to each other. And they're like, oh, dude. And I was like, you're you're Jacob? You're going to win Bella's heart. And then I have my juniors and seniors that are like, like some of them are pretty grown up. But 
I see them and I'm like, yeah, you're definitely going to be into this 15 year old that's like picking his nose in the back of the class. No, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Oh my gosh. What did you, what did you give character development? I didn't want to give it a zero. So I gave it a one. I didn't know zero was an option. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know if zero was an option and I felt kind of bad putting a zero, but there was, I really, I really did not see any character development in any of these characters. Like they had experiences, but those experiences did not change anything. She is still an obnoxious and obviously depressed and she just makes so many questionable choices. 17 year old who just has latched on to this guy who's like mistreating her and is hot and cold. And she's just fully committed for absolutely no reason. No reason whatsoever. Other than he's hot. Yes. This is so when my sister was younger, I think I, I was still living there. She had, I hadn't, I don't even think I'd graduated yet. Maybe I did. Regardless, she was thinking about starting to kiss boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, very exciting. And I always told her, I was like, <laughs> kissing boys is not bad. Like, it's not bad to kiss people. Sometimes in, like, purity culture, we all think that it's terrible to kiss kiss people, blah, blah, blah. Okay, stupid. We're going to throw that in the, gra- in the trash. But I told her, I'm like, if you are going to kiss somebody, I want you to genuinely like that person. Not just think that they're right. hot. I need you to right. list... I'm like, for example, give me five things that you like about said boy that have nothing to do with his personality. And these words cannot be synonyms of each other. You can't be like, he's nice and he's kind. No, those are the same thing. I don't think Bella could answer that question. I don't think she could give me five things that she likes about Edward other than the fact that he's fetching hot. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. Could like, like, just based off of the book, could she do it? Like. The insta-love in this book is, like, it's mind-blowing, honestly. Like, I'm like, she's, she straight up admits, too. She's like, I'm obsessed with him. I'm like, why? He's done nothing but ignore you for two weeks. And like, if he's not there, she's like, I'm so depressed. I'm like, this is all so healthy. I love how healthy this is. I'm going to <laughs> model my life after this book. No. No. Oh, my gosh. So, um, character development, negative character development. World not building. Great, not great. I actually thought world building was the best. I gave it a three and a half. Um, because she, I do, I do think the author did a good job of tying it into, like, real life. And, like, we have to live in a cloudy place. And, like, like you said, she created this vampire lore. And I thought she did do a good job of that. Of creating you know, these rules to the world that, like, kind of made sense. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Wasn't perfect, and there's, like, a lot of logical flaws to some of it. But for the most part, I thought she did a pretty decent job with that. Um, I do think she relied very, very heavily on, like, telling you instead of showing you. Like, her finding out that they're vampires is not her, like, figuring it out. It's, like... Jacob tells her point blank <laughs> that they yeah. are vampires. Like it's, I don't know. It wasn't terrible. wasn't by any means the best, though. So I, that's my positive. 
positive input. I, good job. I'm so proud of you. I give it two stars. <laughs> Here's my thoughts. Two. Two points. I have two main points for the reason why I gave it two stars. One, if she comments one more time that it's raining, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. If you tell me that you live in a place that it rains 90% of the time, I'm just going to assume that it's always raining unless you tell me otherwise. But then we have this beautiful quote from Bella about <laughs> how she she walks outside and it's raining. And she's like, ugh, gross. And what's his bucket? What's his name? The blonde kid? Not Matt. Is Mike? it Matt? Mike. Newton. What? Mike. Mike. It's some white kid's name that starts with an M. And he's like, <laughs> what? What about the rain? She's like, I hate the rain. It's wet. Like, <laughs> of no. course it's wet. There's literally water falling from the sky. And it just made me think. I don't know if you said this or if I thought this. this scene. No, we both thought of it independently. Yeah. We, because it's- yeah. And, but it, I, it just made me think of the scene with Anakin from the Star Wars prequels where he's like, I hate sand. It's rough and coarse and gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Bella's like, I hate the rain. It's wet. And it just makes me sad. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh uh, my, my second point for the two star world building. And this is a more probably serious um, critique. Um, just like you were saying where she told us, I feel like she used Edward's ability to read minds as a cop out for describing half of what happened in this book. Yes. Honestly, though, it it's kind of insane how much of this book relies on him being able to read minds, which is so dumb. Like there's there's a specific point at the end, closer to the end of the book, which we can talk about in the spoilers, even though I feel like none of this is a everyone spoiler. knows the world has seen <laughs> but like i'll just say specifically at the point with james and that whole situation we didn't like edward just came back and was like i read his mind here's everything that's happened in his entire life i was like okay all right um, all right like i don't that was kind of that was kind of lame so that's why i said world building i feel like it's just if she needed to explain something, Edward just read somebody's mind and just told Bella. Right. In that sense, I feel like he was almost too powerful. Like, also, here's here's a, a random thing I don't get. Bella's like this hole, right? Where like Edward's powers don't work on her. Mm-hmm. But Alice and Jasper's powers do. And I feel like it would have made more sense if, like, nobody's powers worked on her. But instead, it's, like, this weird in-between thing where half of them do and half of them don't. That's a good point. I just feel like that doesn't make sense to me. That, yeah, that's because all. how can she read that she's made a decision if she can't, like, if Edward can't read her mind. Mm-hmm. And, like, in future books, we see that other vampires can't use their powers, powers on her. Powers don't work on her. But I had thought of do. that. Jasper's yeah. does. And Alice's does. Yeah. I feel like Jasper was underutilized. Oh, absolutely. In this entire series. Because can you imagine if he just walked in? Like, he could walk into places and basically make them do whatever he wanted them to. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if he walked into a bank or something and was like, I need you to give me all of this money, he could just make them feel trusting and be like, yeah, that's a good choice. 
Like, that's I right. feel good about this. <laughs> well, and then just walk out. I mean, like, he's a good person, so he's not going to. But, like, I feel like there were other situations where he could have controlled people's feelings. And it could have made situations better. Like, why didn't he control how James felt? Right? Like, he could have calmed him down. Which, granted, like, the second that he left, like, it would have come back. But still, like, he could have de-escalated mm-hmm. that situation. And didn't. Also, it's fine. why <laughs> does she smell so good? Like, I, why, I don't really understand. It doesn't make any sense. I know. It, it's fine. Anyway. Okay, last one, pacing. Pacing. It was it was fine. It was a three. I, I did feel like the first half of the book and the second half of the book were totally different books. Yeah. Like you spend the first half and like the most stressful thing that happens is her crush doesn't like her and too many people are asking her to the dance and she's bad at sports. <laughs> and she trips and on you, air. And she trips on air. And then you get to the second half of the book and it's like everybody's about to die. And I'm just like, okay, what the heck happened? Like, one day everything's chill. The next second, you go to play baseball and someone's trying to murder you and you're fleeing across the entire country. Seems to have escalated really quickly for me. But it, it, it was it was okay. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I gave it a three, two. It is not, honestly, it's not the worst worst pacing i've ever read in a book so no no not not by any means but it's just so cheesy so everything overall, so cheesy oh it's terrible overall this was one of the hardest books to rate and chelsea and i talked about this because mm-hmm. if i'm purely going off of how we regularly rate books it's a two and a half stars for me mm-hmm. like which is trash like that is not a book that i recommend to people entertainment yep. Five out of five stars. Five stars, man. (laughs) I was laughing. I was telling my husband about it. Like, I was amazed by how bad this book was and just how it gripped the world or the nation, at least. I don't know how wide, like, internationally it did, but man, oh, man. It's so special. (laughs) Yeah. And if I, I wrote this note on there... So, like we said multiple times, I had never read this book. This was my first read-through of Twilight ever. (laughs) And I told my stepmom about this the other day. Because I told her we were reviewing it. And she's like, oh, I couldn't even finish those books. And I was like, yeah, well, I wasn't allowed. You told me I wasn't allowed to read them. She's like, yeah, because they were just stupid. And I was like, well, and I told her about (laughs) how I checked it out and then felt so bad that I returned it. And she just laughed at me. Um, But... I, so like, I don't have nostalgia around this book because I read it. I feel though, as if I have secondary nostalgia. Like as soon as it started going and I heard the line of like, I knew three things for certain. Like I remember (laughs) all of my friends losing their minds over this book. Oh my god! I remember having like youth lessons where there were leaders telling us that it was a terrible and bad and and, like satanic book. (laughs) And like, it was just all these floods. Like I still had an experience with Twilight without ever reading Twilight. And that, those are all the feelings that came back. Like the 17-year-old crushes, all oh of the awkward gosh. things I did in high school. 
Oh, it brought back terrible memories that I had tried to suppress. Yeah, secondary nostalgia. Don't know if it's a thing, but it's a thing now. Yeah, it. it's one of those things where the, the, there's so many lines that aren't supposed to be funny that are hilarious. Like, multiple times I, like, had to text Taryn because I was like, did this actually just happen? <laughs> like, like, the... The writing in this book is, it's not, um, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> By any means. Like, and Bella as a protagonist is, I, like, I don't like her. <laughs> Genuine question. Were we supposed to like her? I've never talked to anybody who's actually liked her. I feel like it was supposed to be like, she's a funny, quirky, like, oh, you're so silly, Bella. But mostly, she was just awkward and weird, and I was like, why are you- what is wrong with you? Like- Nobody's that bad at volleyball and badminton. Nobody <laughs> is that bad at walking. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Um, I would like, just before we finish up, I would like to read the description of this book on the back of the book. Please, okay? I'm so excited. It's not that long, and it's the three things quote. But it says, about three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Which, like, I feel like it, like, takes away knowing, like, immediately that he's a vampire. There's, like, no mystery in it whatsoever. No. Like, as you're, as she's, like, trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, duh, he's a vampire, lady. Like, look at all these things that have happened. Walks like a duck and talks like a duck. <laughs> it's a flipping it's Probably duck. a duck. <laughs> Okay, second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how dominant that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally <laughs> and irrevocably in love with him. She found a thesaurus. That's what, I, that's oh what happened. Bella found a thesaurus. Then <laughs> this is the last line. Deeply seductive and extraordinarily suspenseful. Twilight <laughs> is a love story with bite. No. <laughs> and we all, the world collectively was like, we yes. will take it. Yes, of course. Please give us more. Phenomenon. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Like, it blows my mind how big this series got. Like, I bought my, I, I bought a box set off of Facebook Marketplace Um, that's like the white covers if anyone knows what i'm talking about it literally does not say the title of the book on the front cover (laughs) it just has the hands holding an apple and everybody knows exactly what that means like it it's that big that you don't even have to put the title on the front cover and that just blows my mind i don't i don't get it and i I really 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 love one of my favorite parts of the entire movie is when Bella knocks the apple off and he <laughs> bounces it up with his foot and what? catches it like the cover of the book. Uh, we it's were so screaming. Awkward. We watched yeah, it we- together. We posted it. We posted a video about it, but we had recorded our Sherlock Holmes episode and just kept like the, our video chat going. And we watched oh, Twilight we- together. We like went one, two, three, and we played it. And clicked play. <laughs> And at that scene, we both lost it. Like, I'm hysterically, like, cackling in this room that I was, I was babysitting. And the kids outside were like, what the heck is going on? It's so good. There were so many parts when he's like, as if you could outrun me. And just like. (laughs) (laughs) 
As if you could, like, I don't know. Oh, oh my I can't God. remember what she says, but, like, be stronger than me. And then, like, runs up to her face and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, you're he's, a freak. like, weirdly climbing through trees. He constantly was climbing in trees. Like, what is weird in the movie? What was up with him in the trees? Like, and he's like leaning down, and she's like, "He's like, you're my own personal brand of heroin." I'm like, <laughs> looks at that is like, wow, that was so incredibly hot. That like, I want to be with seductive. Him. That one's mine. That's my lion. I'm his freaking lamb. That that whole quote that they took like word for word out of the book is so cringy. Like. <laughs> I can't even like I can't even say the quote. Stupid lamb, (laughs) masochistic lion. I'm like, what? And they're just giggling into each other's faces. Hey, remember when he kisses her and she passes out? I remember that. (laughs) She forgets to breathe. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I don't care how into a guy you are. You don't forget to breathe and pass out. Like I And like here's the thing. We all have felt that like when I was dating my husband, even like last year, okay, right before we got married, I was still so mm-hmm. freaking excited to see him. I would like I my heart was just constantly like flipping out. At no point did I forget to breathe or look at him if breathe. he did something stupid <laughs> or if he looked at me and was like you're my own brand of heroin. I would not have been like, ooh, that's hot. But I'm like, hold up. Are you okay? Do you need to go see a counselor? How was your day? Like, do you need something? Oh, man. I feel like we just need to play the alarm really quick so we can keep talking. All our friends who, for some reason, have not already seen this, don't read the book. Like, I guess you can. Yes, you can read the book. Read the book. But please go in with the same attitude that we went in with it, looking for a laugh. Yes, for anybody it's... who is personally offended by any of this, we still love you, and we hope that you still love us. Please don't I leave totally, because of this. I totally could understand, like, if you read this growing up, and you had yes. that nostalgia, I totally get that. And, you know, if if you're loving it, and you're still, like, hardcore Team Edward, that's cool. And it's just... Without that element, it's it's kind of funny. It's However, funny. <laughs> on top of that, I truly hope that as an adult, you can read this book, still love it, but in your brain acknowledge the toxic nature of this life. entire story. I just saw oh a TikTok about this the other day. Like somebody was like, growing up is realizing that Twilight is actually a terrible story. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Yes, growing up, that is part of growing up. Even my high schoolers that I've been talking to about that are like ranting and raving about how much they love it. I was like, but we know it's toxic, right? And they're like, oh, it's terrible. We don't want this, but it's still an experience. I was like, yes, that it is. It is an experience. And and like we said, entertainment value, this is a five-star read for entertainment value. I have the time of my life. Buddy, read it. Buddy, read it with somebody so that you can send voice messages back and forth about khaki skirts. Like, you gotta. <laughs> you gotta do it. So early 2000s. Like, I... Um, 
<laughs> like long khaki skirt and like a blue polo or blue like- it was a dark blue shirt her hair was in a pony and she wore a long khaki skirt she <laughs> emphasized a long khaki skirt she looked in the mirror and said i look great this is what i want to look like when i go meet the collins <laughs> and then edward's like wow you're wow you're so beautiful oh man Oh, man. We should recreate this outfit. I'm going to buy a long khaki skirt and a dark blue shirt, and I'm going to put my hair in a pony and wear, like, sandals or whatever she wore. I'm going to walk out and record my husband's reaction. I know this is also early 2000s, but still. Still. Well, if you're not going to hang out with us for the last 15, 20 minutes of this absolute chaos, we love you. We hope you have a fantastic day. I'm not going to play the alarm, because we've already spoiled so much of this. so much. (laughs) We... We love you. We're sorry that we're spoiling. But also, to continue, one of my favorite things that I did in the last two hours was I looked through the Goodreads quote database. I'm going to call it a database. <laughs> okay? Um, here are some of my favorites. Death is peaceful. Life is harder. Or, if you want it in another form, from Hamilton, that dying is easy, easy son. <laughs> Living is harder. Living is harder. <laughs> man. Oh, goodness. Um, oh, I do have a couple points in here. One, um, watching her sleep again. I know we've already talked about the toxic nature. She took that way too easy. She took that way too easy in the life of how, in like the world that we live in where people are so in love with true crime. I feel Mm -hmm. like, um, no, I just really just emphatically no. (laughs) And for how long he'd been doing it, like he'd been watching her sleep, like, Almost right after he met her. Like, they hadn't even really talked. And he's just, no, like, watching her sleep in her room at night. Like, that that's not romantic. It's, it's not, not romantic. It's creepy. It's stalkerish. And can we have a whole conversation about, I don't know, consent? <laughs> like, if you're gonna at least watch her sleep, ask her if you can watch her sleep. She was obviously fine with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love in the yeah. movie when she wakes up and sees him and then, like, turns or get, turns on the turns light on and then the turns back and, and he's gone. gone. He's just, like, standing there. It's, like, like staring at her. If you he's change like, the, the soundtrack, <laughs> if you change the soundtrack of that scene, it legit could be from a horror movie. <laughs> but I've it's so romantic. I've seen in scary movies. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Um, I have on here the classic, like, as if you could outrun me. As if. I love it. Let me throw uh, a tree. Yeah, I'm going to grab a branch and just freaking chuck it. And she's like, wow. So strong. Definitely um, doesn't have any anger management issues at all. <laughs> this man needs flipping counseling. I know that he's 100-something years old, but gosh dang it. There are so he many problems. Help. He needs so much help. Um, I also love the line, stupid, shiny Volvo owner. <laughs> love that. Oh, um, my gosh. When, or when, uh, uh, what's his name? Jacob sees her and calls her pretty. And then she goes back to Edward and he's like all grumpy. And she's like, what's wrong? He's like, he called you pretty. That's practically an insult the way you look right now. You're much more than beautiful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I don't. I don't even get why he's so threatened by Jacob because she has negative interest in Jacob, has told him that, and also he's so young. Like, yeah, why? 
Why is he so threatened by literally every other male? He has some, he has some issues. He has um, some serious issues. I've never tried to keep a specific person alive before, and it's much more troublesome than I would have believed. But that's probably just because it's you. Ordinary people <laughs> seem to make it through the day without so many catastrophes. He's so, like, backhanded, rude, so like, mean, mean to her. <laughs> oh, and then we cannot no, overlook. No, this is my favorite part. This, this is, is your you know. favorite quote of okay, the entire book. You got it. Oh, did it. you mark it? <laughs> I did. This is, okay, because, you know, you start a book... And you try and, like, give it some time. And then there's, like, a specific point where you decide how you feel about a book. And this was, like, crossing the line. Like, this is the point where I was like, alright, this is not great. I'm just gonna read the whole thing. It's- I Please, please read the whole thing. Okay. This is <laughs> page 16. <laughs> oh, no! We're only that far in! Page 16. It's her first day of school, so she's, like, meeting all of the other kids. Um, And so she's talking to this kid, Eric, and he's like, so this is a lot different than Phoenix, huh? He asked. Very. It doesn't rain much there, does it? Three or four times a year. Wow. What must that be like, he wondered. Sunny, I told him. You don't look very tan. My mother's part albino. He studied my face apprehensively and I sighed. <laughs> it looks like clouds in a sense of humor. Don't mix. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what? If that isn't on a t-shirt, looks like clouds in a sense of humor. Don't mix. <laughs> We're making it. That's going to be the second shirt that we make. Oh my gosh. I was Along just with like... our chicken lives on t-shirt. Chicken lives on. <laughs> I just, it's just so bad and like this kid has known you for 10 seconds and doesn't laugh at your jokes you're just like well apparently yes you're not a good sense of humor no sense of humor i'm like oh my gosh but it's fine it's fine it's fine (laughs) um this is my uh, one of my other favorite scenes um when oh man it's just edward's so terrible Okay, um, I don't remember exactly when this is, but they're talking, Edward and, and Flip and Bella. It said, and Edward says um, th- that I wasn't mad at you. Can't you see that, Bella? He was suddenly intense. <laughs> I'll trace the teasing on. Don't you understand? See what? I demanded, confused by his sudden mood swing as much as his words. <laughs> 50th time that this happens. I'm never angry angry with you. How could I be brave, trusting, warm as you are? Okay, can we pause? Um, It's so bad. Brave. When has she shown that she's brave? Trusting. Yeah, because she blindly trusted you, you hundred-year-old vampire freak. And then warm. I feel like she's just awkward. Like, I don't know. She's so awkward. That's not what matters. Then why, I whispered. Remembering the black moods that pulled him away from me that I'd always interpreted as well-justified frustration. Frustration at my weakness, my slowness, my unruly human reactions. (laughs) He put his hands carefully on both sides of my face. I infuriate myself, he said gently, the way I can't seem to keep from putting you in danger. My very existence puts you at risk. Sometimes I truly hate myself. I should be stronger. I should be able to. I placed my hand over his mouth. Don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> he took my hand, moving it from his lips, but holding it to his face. I love you, he said. It's a poor excuse for what I'm doing, but it's still true. It was the first time that he said he'd love me in so many words. He might not realize it, but I certainly did. <laughs> He's just so dramatic. I like how she said it was the first time he'd said he loved me in so many words. Well, he said I love you. So. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm understanding that wrong. But isn't that beautiful? Isn't that, wow. wasn't that just like awe-inspiring? True love. True love like, right there. That's everything that I want in a relationship. For somebody to be like, I hate that I'm around you, but I love you. You make me hate myself. Yes. That you is make me question my romance. entire existence. <laughs> So therefore, instant love. Also, how long have they known each other before this? I'll tell you, approximately two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I really can't tell how the time moves in this book. I don't know how long after, like, the beginning of the book, the end of the book is. They went to prom. Did she start there, like, in January? Was it, like, one semester? I can't remember. I think the whole book was just a few months. Because in the movie, it's March. She gets there in March. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she goes in January. Yeah. so Somebody. Somebody has mapped this out very intensely. <laughs> Before 2500 BC, the Egyptian coven. Wow. Wow. I didn't know there was like so much lore behind this. Wow, 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 wow. Um, we're getting, we're getting there. We're in the 1940s. Okay. Um, January 18th, 2005. Bella Swan and Edward Cullen first meet at Forks High School. Um, <laughs> they have like a specific date? Yeah, apparently. Um, March. March 16th. The Colons face off against James. So it's two months later. This happens in like the span of three months and then it jumps forward because them going to prom is like an epilogue right but it's only a couple weeks later because she still has her cast on well no she's in like a boot oh i think or something like that still takes a while for her to heal yeah she got her leg freaking broken in half hmm it doesn't even have prom on here how does it not have prom on there what kind of amateur outline is this i don't know in the this is like the beginning of new moon at bella's 18th birthday party and jasper's like blood and so poor jasper (laughs) i love how this is uh september 16th the colons leave forks the coven minus edward relocates to ithaca new york where jasper becomes a philosophy student (laughs) and carlisle works at night cool I love that. Very description. Very description. Very descriptive description. So um, January 17th of the following year, Bella gets two motorcycles. <laughs> of course. What else would you do? In February, Jacob becomes a shape-shifting werewolf. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is... I didn't know I needed this. I'm gonna read the whole rest of this series. I hope that you know that. I... I mean, here's the thing. I own my own copy now, and I'm going to reread it at some point in my life. I'm probably going to read it to my kids and laugh, and they're all going to be like, Mom, why are you laughing? I'm like, don't you get how funny this is? <laughs> this is how I'm going to train my, my children's sense of humor. 
I'm going to read them books like this. Be like, Kate, for example, when somebody says trash like my mother's albino, we laugh we- <laughs> at her. Not with her, at her. <laughs> Moving on. If you wake up and someone tells you that they're watching you sleep, that's a no-go. You call me. You call me. We file a restraining order. I don't care how good we looking he is. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how hot he is. It's still weird. If you find out that the guy I, you like also wants to kill you, probably break up with him. If if Edward was just a normal dude, okay, mm-hmm. and he was like Bella, I love you, but also I want to kill you, that wouldn't be hot. It would be terrifying. No, it'd be super attractive, and she'd be like, "It's okay, I trust you." <laughs> I trust you not to kill me. Even though you've given me zero reason to trust you with all of your mood swings. It's fine. It's fine. Well, friends, that's all we got. I feel like we covered most of the details in this book. We we did cover quite a good bit. We didn't really talk at all about the final fight scene, but who cares? Oh, who cares? (laughs) James dies. James dies. Oh, I would, would like to say I hate the, I don't know if it's a trope. But when characters are like in situations like Bella was and they're the other person's like, don't tell anybody where you're going. Like, don't bring it anybody. It never goes well. It never goes well. I don't know why they're like, okay, I won't. And then you immediately tell Alice like, hey, this is the situation. Let's figure something out. It's so dumb. And then like, what power does he have? Like, if... Like, and I know he knew if she, like, thought that he had her mom. Like, call your mom. I don't know. Just every single, but call your mom. Like, I don't know. Well, she, he did call her. I just, I. Oh, no. She didn't, didn't even call her mom, did no. she? No. I just, this is exactly like the fifth Harry Potter book where they're like, I had a dream that Sirius was there and, um, so now we're going to go. And, like, didn't ask a trusted figure, like, does anyone know where Sirius? No. Didn't do that. He was just like, all right, let's go. Let's verify. Let's not trust the sketchy house elf who's made it clear that he hates you. Yes. Yes, that is true. Yeah, I just feel like it happens in, like, everything. I don't know. I hate it. I hate that. Um, But I was glad when James died. Did you know I was doing research? All right. Because we're good at our jobs. (laughs) Jobs is a strong word. Um, Did you know that... Uh, well, it talks about it in this book, but for those of you who didn't read the book, will not read the book, and are just here for us and the laugh, um, James is one of the reasons why Alice became a vampire. Did you know that? You probably knew that because it was in the book. Wait. It talked about it briefly. Oh, yeah. So Alice was like at a mental hospital because she could see the future like she could now, but her her like skill was... Um, magnified when she pe- she became a vampire, but one of the guys working there was a vampire. He changed her. He fell in love with um, her because he fell in love with her. And James was there for some reason and like was going to kill her, but because the other vampire dude figured it out, he just changed her so that James wouldn't want to kill her anymore. And so she had to grow up like she or she dealt with her stuff like on her own. Like she became a vegetarian before she actually met the Colons because she saw the future of her meeting Jasper and becoming part of the Colon mm-hmm. coven. And so she just became a vegetarian and like taught herself. Also, this whole series would be like non-existent 
if they had just let her turn into a vampire. Oh, literally, the next three books would not have happened <laughs> because the Volteri wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have gone into a huge beef with Jacob. They like wouldn't have had to defend their weird half human, half vampire child. Like Edward wouldn't have had to leave. None of the rest <laughs> of the series would have happened if he just let her turn into a vampire instead of doing it a year later. So dumb. But he wanted her to get as much out of her human life as she possibly could. Her life would have been so much less stressful, though. Right? She wouldn't have, like, di- almost died 15 50 times. 15 times. Terribly graphic birthing experience that she had. So dumb. But whatever. Whatever. They didn't ask me. Well, we decided that we're going to read one of these books a year. I'm not reading New Moon until next year. I'm going to tell you that now. All right. I have so many other books that I want to read. And I feel like my reaction will just be so much better if it's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. When it's if it's fresh. So I think we should do one of these books every year until we finish. Yes. So we got what we got to do New Moon next year. Then we'll do Eclipse and Breaking Dawn and then we'll do Midnight Sun. Perfect. And then by then we'll probably have like the whole rest of the series from Edward's point of view. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer is capitalizing on Twilight as much as she possibly can. Why wouldn't can. you? I mean, I would. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. This has been a real special episode. So, <laughs> everybody, go it's get your favorite chips. And chips is that our, is our, our thing snack for, for the week? week? Get some good some good chips. And if you are in um, England, you can go get your own form of chips. You can go get French, some French fries. fries. That's fine too. We'll allow it. Wherever whatever chips means in your to you area to you personally. Go get some good <laughs> chips. What are your favorite chips, Chelsea? Um, I really like the cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Those are my second favorite. I really liked the barbecue baked lays. Ooh, the baked lays specifically. I. They're Do very really good. Enjoy. Honestly, baked lays I in general. I feel a little less gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really like plain like Lay's potato chips. The baked ones are good. The baked though. ones are good. Okay, that's your snack for the week. Okay. Okay, friends, thanks for being here. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. We've had some more like interaction with you guys the last couple days, and it's been so fun. It makes me so, so happy. Fun. We would really love to hear your thoughts about Twilight. If you would like to be really mean to us, message us. If you're like, <laughs> just have critiques, you can post those under our post for today about how the episode came out. But we'd love to hear from you. Love, love, love it. Okay. Have a fantastic day, guys. Bye. Bye.